welcome back to another unstructured video. Today we're going to be talking about the uh, half marathon, Brighton half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit jumbled, wasn't it? All right, we started again. We started again. Talk a minute about the. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to the Unstructured Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Brighton Half Marathon, uh, how we're running it, how we're documenting it, and also how we're training for it, I suppose. I guess it has to really all start with Dan, because you were the first person to take on this challenge. The founder. And yeah, yeah, pretty much. And that inspired both me and George in different times. And um, I suppose, Dan, what was your journey? Why, why did you want to run this half marathon in the first place? Ooh, it's a very good question. <laughs> Maybe a bit stupid for doing it. But, you know, I, I like to do a lot of things that like challenge not just me physically, but also mentally. Mm. I felt that this was a, me a massive mental challenge for myself to be able to say I can run 21k and complete a half marathon. Like your self-confidence then kind of goes through the roof. Um, and... I saw it as a big challenge because I'd never, never run that kind of distance before. And if you go back to me last year, for example, I'd never run 5k before. It's crazy. The furthest I'd ever mm. run was probably like, about two and a half, the, 3k. The numbers that you're doing right now to give you a, like the viewer this perspective, I think at the start you were running 5k in about 45, 40 minutes, right? <clears throat> now you can do 5k in i think under 30 minutes which is crazy like, minutes. that's that's a whole fit like what 18 minutes down like 18 minutes faster yeah completely and now you can do 10k in an hour which is also crazy um but yeah i suppose i guess huge motivator you know after the stressful year we had last mm. year's something mm. to get up and go with um how are What's you your sort of mm, oh God. Yeah, I think we're gonna ask the same question, but yeah. like how are you training for this? And how like how long has the training been? Where do you think you're gonna get to? What's your goals in this? And um yeah, just the tactics, really. Mm. So I'll quickly touch on um kind of I don't think I finished completely why I I wanna start oh. or actually run it. Go on. Um and I feel mainly that the more uncomfortable things you do, the more things that really push you and challenge you, the kind of more you grow from that and the more you kind of find yourself and evolve as a human and as, as a person. So I was setting myself little challenges like the whole of last year to complete this, to complete that, do little things, stop this, do more of this, etc., etc. And then it got to the end of the year and I'd look back and I'd gone like, bloody hell. You know, you've done quite well this year, you know, like mm. pat yourself on the back, be proud of yourself. And then at the start of this year, I, we obviously were creating all of our New Year's resolutions, etc, etc. Mm. And I just want to keep upping the levels. I just want to keep doing more than what some people would say is enough for someone at 21, 20, 21 years old should be able to do. Yeah. I want to say at this age, I've done a lot more than what 90% of the people would do. So 
<clears throat> this comes down to me wanting to push the boundaries, challenge myself more, and like evolve as a as a person. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of like the training, etc. So me and George are doing a lot of training together at the moment, three three times a week. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and. We we start it off well. We start the week off well with a long run on Monday. Mm. So okay. how long? Doing ten k's. Okay, that's yeah crazy. Well, we do ten. We did ten for the first week last week, and then we up it every sort of week. But yeah, yeah okay. we we are progressively getting better each week. So we're upping yeah. upping one kilometer each week on a Monday. Um, on a Wednesday, we're doing five k's. And the premise of the 5Ks on a Wednesday is purely on speed and trying to be quicker at running at a, at a faster pace, basically. Mm. And if you can increase your speed each week at a 5K, you'll find that the 10Ks become a lot easier because you're going slightly slower than what you would be. So mm. you're kind of... You're, it's easier in a way. Yeah. Even though it's a longer distance, it's, it's easier on your body. Um, and then <clears> on the Friday, we are doing hill runs. So it, near where George lives, there's a, a massive hill, kind of like a, a nice little circuit with, with hills um, and downhills, etc. <clears throat> and we're using that to build our muscular endurance up. So okay. something that I used to struggle with when running I'd get to like 2k and my legs would burn, they would that's, absolutely kill. That's exactly what I have. Stop. Hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of people when they first start feel that and experience that. But the premise of these hill runs is to kind of build up that strength in your legs so that when you're running on a level surface, it's so much easier and you, hmm. you really appreciate the fact that you were running up hills too. Yeah. To, just say flat surface itself. I've got a question. Since you guys are doing more long distance running, and I haven't quite—I don't think I've done a ten k yet. I've done—I started about two weeks ago. To give you perspective, um, I've heard this thing with marathons. I don't know whether it's true or not. I'd like to get your opinion. It's a bit of a weird one, but apparently, when you run very, very long distances, your nipples burst. It does it's fact? Have you guys experienced? I'm just curious. For what? Yeah, they bleed. No, actually, yeah, no, 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 no. I haven't had it that bad. Last week, the first week that I trained with Dan, in it, Dan, oh, mate, they were on fire, like Do genuinely they, like, on fire. But they burn. Yeah, they burn bad. bad. So it's, it's it's an actual thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Nipple. Yeah, I've heard of yeah. it even before. It's, I was it's basically down to. I'm pretty sure it's down to the material that you wear. Yeah. And when you're running, that your nipple lives. <laughs> it's so funny to think of, though, really. <laughs> yeah. But like, your, your nipples rub against the material and then it causes friction, causes pain. Mm. So it's kind of... There are, there are ways you can do it. You're meant to put Vaseline on them if if it does cause you a lot of pain. I might try that's that. such an interesting or, setup. Uh, you're about to go for a jog. You put your knee support on. Don't mind. Rub some, <laughs> rub some of the good on there. <laughs> But uh, if you if you just search up, I'm not suggesting you do because some of the pictures are quite vile. Yeah. If you search up joggers nipple, 
you can see like marathon runners and that their their nipples like bleed and all right and all right it's not just, looking the best i just wanted so, to ask okay so in terms of the training you're doing it three times a week one long 10k one 5k sprint and then hill jogs or hill runs um on a friday um like how long have you been training for all in all if you were to set a date out Properly training. Yeah. Um, that's a very good question. I don't actually know. Probably about a month. Because you've always like the end of February. Like since since last year, you've kind of gone into like the fitness sort of thing. Like you you've really built your body to be I don't know stamina wise. You've done runs before. Um, you did a whole keto diet that you wouldn't shut up about. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, no, you you've done loads of things. You tried loads of things. So I suppose you already. I, can I say you were already in good shape before? I was I was in good shape. I wasn't in half marathon shape. No. I'm not in half marathon shape at the moment. Okay. Uh, because like when you when you go to that level, it's like an athlete level. Mm. You go from your regular Joe uh, to an athlete level. Like it's a it's a big jump to take. Yeah. And I was kind of limbering in the regular body area mm. not really doing heavy heavy exercises only probably doing runs twice a week for example mm. not and not and not pushing myself to to further than 5k not pushing myself uh to go faster each time so yeah. i think my my rough time for 5k's was about 32 33 minutes okay yeah so fair enough it's, Still it's, a, it's a big improvement jumping from mm. that to now actually training for a, a half marathon yeah, exactly. I was going to ask, like, so for the marathon, then obviously you said your goals and stuff. What's the sort of time you're sort of aiming for? Yeah, for the marathon. So that's a very good question. When I when I first applied for it all, and I was I was uh, filling out the forms, it gives you the option yeah. to mm. say what kind of time you wanted, and I had no clue because I'd never pushed myself further than five k before, mm. so I didn't even know how long it would roughly take me. Um, and now that I'm starting to get into it, I can kind of assess what's good, what's bad for me, um, what I want to aim for, what I don't want to aim for. And I'm at the point where if I could run just below two hours, it's a big stretch. If I can run just below two hours for a half marathon, I will be extremely proud of myself. That's a big, like that's, that's a solid time. Yeah. That's really good. Like athletes who are like, I say athletes, everyone's in this, I suppose, an athlete, but like properly seasoned, trained athletes can do this in about an hour, which, which I mean, mental. it's, well, that, that's, that's like top. Oh like, yeah. Top elite. level, top level, um, mm. which we're nowhere near. And I don't think either, any of us want to, cause that would just take too much. Um, oh I suppose what we should do is like who are we representing? Because we've all, I think, chosen the same charity yeah. uh, to represent within the marathon. So, George, do you want to tell us? Do you want to tell the audience who we're representing? So the charity that we're actually supporting, um, which I think is probably well, they're all any any charity that you support, I think is is nice to do. But the one we sort of went for is uh, Macmillan, which is obviously a cancer trust. Um, I, I don't know. I I personally just wanted to do it because obviously cancer is like a, a massive thing, and it's and if you can like be that one of those people that can uh, support and against like 
getting rid of this um, horrible, horrible thing. Mm. Then two right, and then yeah, that that's <laughs> I know it's a very brief like, explanation, but that's I mean, the sort of reason I went for. Like everyone, I think cancer is such a big and normalized thing that everyone's at least gone through their loved one having it. Maybe them yeah. them themselves have had it, and Macmillan is a great like charity that helps all these very vulnerable people. Because I suppose in an empathetic way, if you were to hear that, oh you have cancer it's like your life your heart drops yeah and to have that support on hand ready for you to know that you're not alone in this journey and that you can get through it is something that we all agree on and it's a well worth you know charity support i've known people around me and my family who've been linked to it previously um people who have fought it people who haven't fought it uh, and my ex-girlfriend's dad sadly passed away with cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's something that kind of has always been a part of like in my head of that I want to do something for the charity itself. So yeah, I'm I'm really glad we've we've all chosen this charity. Yeah. So um, um if you would fancy helping us, uh we do have just giving pages. They'll be on our Instagram. It'll probably be somewhere down in the description. If even if you donate a quid to each of us or just a quid in general, mm. it helps beyond belief. Imran, talk to me. What yes. made you want to start the half marathon? Well, I think uh it comes back again to the New Year's resolutions. <clears throat> so I've had, I've been doing New Year's resolutions for a couple of years now. I missed a couple, but I've like, been doing them for a while. Um, they've never really worked out, but this year I'm determined for them to work out. And one of the things I used to foolishly have on my New Year's resolution is get a six pack, look really fucking swell, you know, wham and all. Um, and as like a 16 year old, you kind of just, you want to have the six pack and abs and everything. But now as I'm growing older, I'm like, I just want to be fit and healthy. I don't want to be out of breath every time I go up the stairs. So, so my aim this year was to really, to really combat that and get a diet in place and get um, some exercise in. Now, the first encounter I had was that was was that with the first encounter that I had with you know health and fitness in terms of actually proactively doing something was a boxing match that me and Dan were going to do. Uh, if you don't know, I think it's been cancelled. Um, due to the uncertainty with COVID, so yeah, it's it's if it's going to happen, it will be later on in the year for sure. Yeah, so Dan was also happening to do the 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 half marathon, and I thought, you know what, it's in my hometown, everyone can come along. By then, hopefully, everything touch wood should be fine. I'll give it a go. You know, I didn't hate running the first time. I don't particularly like it, but I didn't hate it, right? Um, and so, yeah, I decided to give it a go. I started training about two weeks ago. Um, and it's been... It's been kind of nice. I think the the main thing that I struggle with in terms of running isn't the running itself. It's two different aspects. It's both the prep time beforehand, just like, I hate... I have to convince myself that I'm like, I have to run. Like, you know, the... You know when you go to the gym, the walk to the gym is always the mm-hmm. hardest bit because you're like, I don't really want to fucking go. But then you get into the gym... You get your workout, you feel great, right? It's that bit for me as well. And the second thing is I've been struggling with a little bit, which George said like prior to this podcast, was like the different sort of things that you have to take in, into consideration when jogging, like the breathing, the footwork, 
just making sure you don't get injured, the rest and recovery, uh, just learning about all these different aspects. Because I'd run pretty much the same as you, Dan, just like do it for a bit of weight loss and hoping that it gets quick results. But now I'm uh, I'm running so that I'm not embarrassed on what, the 27th of June or July. Um, I'm just running so that I'm not embarrassed. Uh, and it's also great. I'm, I'm losing the pounds, which is nice. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of doing the same thing. I, I kind of go wherever the wind blows in terms of running. So sometimes mm. I'll do 5k and I'll just go on a flat surface. Sometimes I'll do 9k and go up. Uh, near where I live, there's some really big hills, so it's nice. Another thing that I've been facing struggles with is switching my diet up. Like, mm. at the start of this year, I was like, you know what, I'll go low carbs, high protein, something to build on muscle. And now... One thing I experienced the first time around is like, okay, I did my five or six, seven K, whatever it was. I came back home and I completely crashed. It's like all of my energy was depleted um, just because of this diet. And I was like, okay, I've got to switch diet. So I'm going high carb. I just high carbs, basically keep myself fueled. So then whenever I do those 10 K runs, I'm not completely exhausted afterwards. Mm. Like you, you lads did a 10, 11 K run this morning. And you guys seem fine, just because you're loaded up on carbs, you're fine, you know. Um, yeah, we are but, absolutely stored right up. Yeah, yeah. Fully stocked, mate. Fully stocked. Um, <laughs> I guess my my aim with the the marathon, at the very least, is to get past that finish line. If I do amazing achievement, not just for me, but for my friends as well, you know, we're yeah. all doing it together. Um and also, like, I think the time, I had a very similar thing to Dan in terms of, like, um, it, it told me to tell a time just so then they can place me somewhere within, like, before the race. I went two hours, two hours, 30. So I'm hoping to get within that region. I'd be very happy with that, to be fair. Two hours or two hours, 30 minutes would be great. Uh, yeah, I was, I was inspired by Dan. And now we're all going for it. And I think someone who joined shortly after was George, in terms of like the insp- the inspiration train, you know. <laughs> um, so George, why don't why don't you tell us about your journey so far? Considering I guess we're both on the same sort of trail, two weeks into it. Yeah. Um, so the sort of reason I started was a, a multiple, multiple reasons really. Uh, one of them was obviously. I saw the boys doing it, so I got very, very inspired because um, I remember we were chatting on podcasts and you guys were talking about it. I just, just sitting there thinking, like, bro, I could do it. Like, what, what's stopping me? There's nothing stopping me. There's, there's, what's the point of being lazy yeah. and just watch other people achieve stuff? Like, it's, it's not that. Like, I love seeing my friends and my family do well, but when something I can do and I can get involved with it, I can achieve the same thing. Why not? There's like no reason to. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. No reason not to. Sorry. Um, uh, another thing was is I've always been into fitness. Obviously, being a personal trainer. Well, can I class myself as a personal trainer anymore? Yeah, Maybe. well, you still got the but... qualifications. <laughs> True, so. but obviously, I've been into fitness for a long time. I I just I, I used to do jogging. I used to do running, and Mum's obviously got a good background of running um, mm. for Wales, so that probably helped it too. I feel like I've got the a decent build for it as well. Yeah, um, you do. I've, I've got the lanky legs. And, <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm pretty light, so it's not too hard for me. Yeah. Um, and it's also like one one major thing, I think, is doing it with my friends, like being able to cross that line with my friends and mm. and and being able to say like, I've, I've done that with them and I've ticked that off my list. 
because I'll be honest with you, I've, I've never said it and I don't think I ever like consciously knew that I wanted to do it, but I've always wanted to actually do a marathon or do like a really long distance run yeah. just to have that achievement. Because I think it might be less about the like marathon itself. It's more about accomplishing something that you thought was yeah. impossible. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's the reason why, obviously for charity, yes, but also oh, yeah. the, the mental game that comes with it. Hmm. And obviously, that's another reason, like the charity. If you can help a charity while improving yourself and obviously your friends improving themselves and crossing that line too together, that is such a beautiful thing, I think, personally. Mm. And another thing to go off that marathon thing, like the the way, the the fact that you can turn around and say, I've done a marathon, I've done a half marathon. Mm. That's incredible. You think about how many people in the, there is in this world and there's not as many like that do the marathon. No, exactly. You think about it, it's a very small percentage because they don't put their mind to it. And there's loads of reasons for it. But the fact so... that we've put our mind to it, we've trained and we've prepared ourselves and we've crossed that line. It's going to be a medal. It's going to be beautiful. I can't wait for it on a real life. That's, it's going to be great. Pushing me. It's going to be a great feeling. I don't, I don't think I'll be able to keep my feelings inside, you know. I might I'm cry. cry. I might cry. Well. <laughs> yeah. it's it, such a beautiful it, moment. It doesn't just sim- like for, I, I, for me personally, it doesn't just symbolize, yes, the marathon itself, yes, of course, but also how shit the past nearly like year has been yeah It'll be a year and a bit from there but oh but god another thing too imagine bouncing off that last year to do this yeah how exactly. incredible is that most people are still stopping over really fucking impressive. coronavirus unfortunately i know plenty of people but, who are still at home watching exactly. the days go away having a mixture of junk food and which i've i've been there i think we all have same, same but way. at some point you gotta like kick yourself out of there and yeah. get going i have a question for you both yeah go on what I'll start. I'll start with you, Imran. Mm. For people who may be feeling in that kind of mindset of going through the same routine every day, doing the same things, eating junk food, not really doing much else with their lives, mm. what kind of advice would you give to them if they want to make a change? Well, um, I'd say maybe be self-aware first. Admit mm. to yourself that you're not doing as best as you possibly could be be doing. You know. Um, just be honest with yourself first and foremost because when you're there in front of the mirror it's only you you have to answer to and it's you that will face the consequences really so i'd say look at yourself and just see have i been accountable for all the actions that i'm doing am i doing my very best could i be doing better and then on the side of that look at the friends that you have around you are they motivating you to do more are they leading you all right some friends might not do that and that's okay but at least have some who are really motivated to push both you and them further uh that's what this group of friends is to me for you two mm. it's, it's, it's exactly what it is it's pushing me to do better i don't think i would have achieved like my instagram page or whatever i'm going to do in the future without this and this has purely become because of you two um and like also the marathon itself like i got inspired from you dan george got inspired from both of us it's it's a it goes and swings around around about so Mm. definitely be self-aware of who you keep close to you say after you've admitted to yourself that maybe you're not doing the best if you are then congrats you are on that path and you're doing great but if you're not then figure out what you want to do about it Figure out how you're gonna do it. What, like, how you're going to go about that? Because everyone's different, really. Like, mm. I'm pretty sure all of us here have different regimens to how we like to deal with things. I have my journal. It does me 
really well, and I've explained that in a previous episode. Uh, but to give you a summary, I just the night before I think of ten to fifteen, maybe twenty things that I want to do for the next day. I go through the day, I take them off as I go, and I feel like a little dopamine boost knowing that I've done something for that day and I've completed all my tasks, right? But research ways to be productive. Because not every way will work for you, but you've got to find the way that does. And when something sticks, it sticks, and you keep on going. Figure out what your goals are, what you'd like to do, where you'd like to head. Set a time scale if you'd like to. Or things that you'd like to achieve, those little milestones, whether it be for the next three months, six months, or a year, or even lifetime goals. Have somewhere that you're going to get to, and then from there you can make a path to get to. Right? Mm, Um, And yeah, I think the main points of that, just be self-aware, understand what's around you, what you are. Uh, do the research and make sure that you're doing everything that you can and be accountable. And then execute. Like, it's fine and all doing the other two steps and then forgetting about them in about a month. But the most important bit of that is execute it. Execute it for at least like a month, maybe six weeks. Instill that habit into you. Because now I can't I can't go to bed without doing my journal. I just can't. I, I refuse to. I will wake up at 3 a.m. like, fuck, I didn't do it. And then do it. Um, but no, just, just make sure you keep that as a habit. At least try and do it for four to six weeks. And then go from there. Hmm. Yeah, that's how I would answer that. I honestly, I would agree with the majority that you said there, yes. if not all of it. Um, the one thing that I would say is self-reflect too. Mm. Be like, especially from the year that we've all had, like obviously not just dragging this on, but re- reflect on yourself and be like, point out good things that's happened and point out bad because they're both equally going to build your character. So if you can pick out some good stuff. You can look back and be like, wow, I actually achieved that. And that could be anything. That could be genuinely anything. For me, I started drinking more water. How pathetic is that? <laughs> just just, just drink good. more water. Like, do you know what I mean? Just drink more water. Do like little things. I promise you, they will gradually build up. Mm. And you'll be fucking doing whatever. Do you know what I mean? And then reflect on the negatives. It's like what went well or even better if, right? That's how you sort of look at it. And you can look at the even better ifs and be like, right, cool. Reflect on that. I'm going to change this and this. And then I'm not going to have... I'm not gonna fuck up again, I, sort of thing. I think there's one okay. like thing that comes into mind when we talk about this. It's um, if you put in one percent every day, eventually you'll reach that hundred percent, and it'll be a gradual intake. And mm. by the time that you get to that hundred percent, it'll be normal because you're just mm-hmm. raising it a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit. As long as you take those steps every day or however long that you plan to, then you'll be good. You'll you'll eventually realize that in the metaphorical hill that is life, you're a bit closer to the top, a bit more closer mm. if you just take that 1% every day or every mm. week, improving yourself in however you can. I guess something to add to that would probably be just to be patient. Mm. Yeah. So I think everyone is so fixated on fast results. What can I do now, 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 that they're not putting in the 1% every day. Mm. So they try and put in 100% on the first day. Yeah, then zero on the next. Mm. Absolutely. Be patient. Yeah. And another thing with that, you're not alone in this situation too. Everyone has their rucks where you get in and it's just, it's on you as a person how you get back out. That's true. Only you, only you will get yourself out of a ruck. Exactly. Just, just just do it, man. You'll be fine. Just some stuff out. Something Kevin Hart said Mm. on the podcast, and I think I've mentioned it on here. Oh yeah, I like this saying too. Yeah. Uh. Is that, 
life is a single player game and the more you push yourself to do more things that are uncomfortable and things that challenge you the more levels to the game you unlock so the more things you challenge yourself to do the more experience you gain out of life itself you know what? i quite like the metaphor that life's a game because it takes away the 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 scariness of it like mm. i don't give a shit about killing people in gta i could not give two shits Okay, hold on. <laughs> but like, no, okay. What's but going like, on? This isn't a direct comparison. No, no, this isn't a direct yeah, yeah, yeah. comparison. But like in a game, you're less worried about the consequences because it doesn't real. matter as much. Mm. Think of life as a game. I've seen, I've heard it from like other people, like, um, what's his name? The guy who owns Tesla. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He, he thinks of life as a simulation. I don't blame him. The guy's got so much money that you can. But like, yeah, that it makes you take take risks i suppose it's less scary it takes the edge off of it yeah but no i very much like what kevin hart said in that um it's pretty good mm. and what was that other one actually then because i didn't realize you were going to say that one what was the one about the, the day and night well? thing yeah 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 so that one uh, another thing kevin hart said was that no matter how you feel the sun will always rise in the morning and then the moon will always be there in the evening so no matter if you feel depressed no matter if you feel happy sad anxious nervous the sun will always rise in the morning so do you want to spend your life doing nothing and wasting a year and looking back and regretting the fact that you haven't done anything Mm. or do you go right some stuff has happened in my life that isn't good but how can i move on from this point Mm. and i think that really sticks well with me definitely yeah I, i respect that a lot yeah I think we've all got our own sort of little sayings that we have in our heads. Also, mm. like, as a side thing, if you really want to go that extra mile, I'd suggest listening to some really good podcasts. Because honestly... Extra mile. I like, I like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like didn't realise. No, no. Um, <laughs> like, listening to some really good sort of motivational, just some really upbeat podcasts that get you motivated. Uh, I'll let you understand. It For me, I think... Whenever anyone asks me about like how I do this or like how motivated I am or what, it's just those sayings that come back to me, mm. and it's just it keeps me. It, it, I don't say them to myself every day, but whenever I do say it to someone else, it not only affirms it to them and lets them know, but it affirms it to myself, understanding that you know I am now preaching this to them. I gotta hold myself to to the standard that I'm portraying, which I try and do every day. Obviously, some days are harder than others, but it still doesn't stop me. Anyways, I feel like we've we've now we've now hit, you know, all the points that we can on that subject. In terms of what we're doing, in terms of what we're doing to commemorate, <laughs> sorry, commemorate sort of this whole thing, because not only is it like an achievement for us, um, it's something that we all want to look back on, um, and maybe for you viewers to also look back on. Which is giving a hint to we want to make a little mini documentary of our journey through the training part of it, the research, the little bits in the middle, as well as the actual day itself when we're mm. on the starting line with hopefully everyone else. Who knows whether it might be socially distanced or not, but still. Um, with everyone else on that starting line, and I can just imagine, like on sports day, you know, where they go three, two, one. Poof, Oh, and it man. goes, and everyone, and you can it. see this huge horde of people running. Um, but like our journey from start to finish, mm. quite literally the finish line, and we're we're documenting 
that um, as we go, and it's going to be, I think, something that I'm going to really enjoy personally. Same. Just because this is, a, I think, this is the first time I've ever taken this like initiative to do something that's both good for fi- my physical fitness as well as crossing mental. a massive mental barrier. Yeah. And documenting mm. all of that, and not only having that on the internet, mm. it will also stay with me. And my children might even watch it one day, which is really cool to think of. Yeah. The other reason, as well, for this podcast, I think, which is pretty good, is that we can actually try and well, with with our journeys, we actually might be able to inspire other people to jump on a marathon or just jump on oh. general fitness in general. I, That's that that would be insane if I got I th- a message from people saying like, I started a marathon because I watched your documentary i think those are like the best sometimes time to time we do get dms of like people who watch us normally it's kind of like friends um who watch the videos and really like them but whenever we get them yeah whenever we get them we're always really appreciative and Mm. for anyone out there who has dm'd us thank you so much it supported us and motivated us the the extra extra mile um to try our best with these and to anyone who else who wants to reach out by all means we're not gonna bite Uh, we'll we'll be more than willing to hear like even if it's constructive criticism I don't think we've gotten that yet, which would be nice if you have anything scary, to say. Yeah. <laughs> if you have something to say, please say. Um, but yeah, no, no. Like imagining someone else being inspired to both take on, I think further than just a marathon itself, taking on their personal problems and furthering yeah. themselves and bettering the way that they are and their lifestyle um, through the documentary would be amazing. I think that would be yeah, that top will, tier. That will hit base. That will, that will touch base yeah. for me, I think improving myself and i can help others too that would... oh exactly exactly like Oof. i think Amazing. it's just i can't wait to look back on it obviously we're Same. at the start of it now <laughs> and we've just started filming um with dan and george's running this morning but yeah dan what's your thoughts on the doc i'm very excited yeah i cannot wait just i don't know i i love watching kind of fitness and running documentaries or fighting documentaries they really intrigue me and get me invested especially with the kind of the rest and recovery part because i never ever see much of that on the internet it's always about for example like a boxer how hard they can punch a bag or yeah. their pad work etc etc sparring you never see what goes on behind the scenes when they're not throwing punches or actually putting the exercise in so I think that kind of aspect to it really excites me and really motivates me to be able to do this for us um, and all of us come together in order to create something that we can look back on and go, let's let's take a day in the future, for example, we might be struggling. We might be thinking, losing all motivation and going, cool, this isn't, I, I don't feel like I can do much more anymore. We now have a video that will be showing from start to finish of us completing something that at the time seems so out of reach, mm, seems yeah. so far away, that that motivation will motivate us in the future. Man. Yeah. And even if we don't watch it back, it will motivate other people, like you just said. Swings and roundabouts, you know? Mm. Comes back. Uh, and. Be That's expecting mad, that it? sometime. I reckon, sometime a couple of weeks after the the It'll marathon. Be July. 
yeah the end some... of the july the month of july is just going to be weekly yeah, weekly yeah. Episodes. not not sure how many yet but we've so got we're going to put it in a one. series thing yeah it's yeah. Gonna be a series Oh, similar wait. to um, Bazinga's. Like, oh, really? I didn't know this. Oh, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Oh, All right, chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to go. know. Good to know, lads. <laughs> George, what are you doing in terms of training for this marathon? Like, what's what's the regiment like? So, obviously, with Dan saying what we are doing, we are doing three days a week currently. I'm going to try and aim for Monday, Wednesday, Friday. These are the days that I'm going to try and aim for. Start of the week, like Dan said, I'm just going to touch briefly on it. Long distance just to get the endurance up, like you said. Wednesday is just solely like pace, footwork, breathing techniques, and just full throttle, but it's only a short distance 5K. Piss easy like that. That's 5Ks are just practice, really, I think. Okay. It's still, 5K is still yeah. a long distance. Yeah. Which, is, like, which is mad to say, isn't it, that a 5K yeah. is now like practice. All right, yeah, it's, it's practice it to you lads, not to me quite yet. But sure. Yeah, and uh, Friday, one of my favorite, I think, is altitude training, obviously, like hill hill sprints and stuff. Mm. So, with that, is um, I'll give you a little fun fact I've there told you, you before, but I'll tell the podcast. Yeah, the reason people do altitude training is because the higher you go, the less oxygen is, and obviously, the reason flats are so easy is because we're at sea level, and obviously, there's more oxygen the lower down, like, like whatever, like I just said. So it actually pushes your body more because your body is sort of craving oxygen and it's 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 having to work faster in order to get you up this hill. Uh, out of curiosity, just for my own personal uh, wants. So since I'm I'm not training with you guys in Brighton, although I'd love to be, uh, I'm up in the big city of London where the air is quite shit. Does that mean that like if I come down to Brighton and train for a little bit, since the air quality is better and I'm... But I am at sea level pretty much. So would that mean that I would run further or at least better? Maybe. Like, I, I don't know about that, but obviously there's going to be more pollution and like the air is not going to be great yeah. in London. Yeah. Um, probably, yeah. It probably, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Brighton's clear air. Like, no, it's, it's about as close as we can get in the UK, you know? Yeah. So, right. yeah, potentially. What's, what's your diet regimen like? like? So what what are you doing to sort of fuel yourself uh, as, as weeks go by? Um, I haven't got a strict diet. I probably should, obviously, being a personal trainer, but I've never really had like a strict diet. Obviously, when I was going to the gym, I had like a fairly strict-ish diet, but I would obviously still eat mm. a bunch of shit. Uh, the one thing I have cut out is fizzy drinks. I'm only having them very, very. That like, was a mad thing for you to. Yeah, you guzzled I really, down. I I just I just say I'm a walking glucose. Like, I'm real. Like I <laughs> am a just a walking glucose. glucose. I just need the fizzy drinks. We have the full sugar fizzy drinks as well. Yeah yeah, 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 like the Cokes. And it's not even like the small bottles. It used to be two litres like of uh, um, Dr. Topic, but every day, every, no, every day at school, every day at school, especially upper, two litre bottle of Pepsi every day. Do you think that's about how that's bad that is? That's mad. That is mad. That's really bad. That's, that's 40 litres, 14 litres a week. I, yeah, but I, did, I didn't oh, get yeah. it from it. That's what oh, I, yeah, you, I had actually. I yeah, had like I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember so, actually. Yeah, obviously that's that's helping having loads of water. So yeah, cut that out. Obviously, I'm having one time to time when my body's like craving. That's so fair. it's not a big bottle. I'm not getting big bottles. It's like little ones, and it's, mm. most of the time it's like a Sprite or like a a Fanta twist or something. If I'm feeling yeah. a bit fruity, whatever. Uh, that's <laughs> it. Then <laughs> 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 we can do that. Um, what else am I sort of doing? I'm eating quite a bit of pasta, like yeah, so carbs. carbs. Um, I'm not really like consciously going out my way to eat uh, carbs. I'm actually just sort of really like casually doing it and it's, it's working. 
Um, I'm not eating as much chocolate and sweets as well. I'm quite a big chocolate person. So I like to like have a little snack on chocolate, not really doing that anymore. But so going back to the diet, it's not really strict. I'm having okay. like, I'm doing like bits and bobs. That are, You're not eating maybe gradually more. Yeah, yeah. I'm having like fairly decent foods. So yeah. I'm drinking a lot of green teas and stuff though. So that's inspired by Dan too and like other teas as well. So Most things on this channel do. are inspired but... by Dan. Hey, we should just have Dan stamped as like a <laughs> inspiration thing. But yeah, um, one thing I do recommend people try, which I've been told through a person, she said, "Should I say she? I'm not sure what that was." They, she. they, they said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. They said That's... to give it a try, and um, which it is, it is teas. So any berry teas. So it could be like, what do I have? I have strawberry and raspberry tea with honey and lemon juice. And honestly, I truly recommend it to anyone. I put it in my green teas. I put it in all the other teas that I bought massive massive improvement to my skin my health my because they've all got antioxidants mm. which is which is incredible because obviously if you're drinking like fizzy drinks and eating t- horrible food and even alcohol and smoking the amount of toxins that are in that type of stuff your body is just going to be filled with those toxins and then if you're doing antitoxins they're just going to get rid of them so it's going to clear up so it's, it's there's so many health benefits like you, right. you can search it up and there's there's hundreds um give it a shot so with the diet it's, it's very casual diet is very casual i'm just adding and tweaking a few things for now might get a short diet de- later on down the line we will see what sort of time are you aiming for are you well, are you actually aiming for a time yeah that's true actually i want to get the two hour mark i, I reckon you I'll can be, do better I, I i would like to but i don't i'm not sure because it's a very very that's long fair. distance i to appreciate i appreciate the confidence yeah. that was very sweet of you i didn't not, not cook that that was very nice of you but I would, I'll take two hours. Two hours That's is fair. really good for me. If I get sub two hours, I'm real. I'm, I'm real. real. I'll be so gassed about that. Mm-hmm. I'll be very gassed out. But I'll be oh, yeah. gassed, mate. Um, oh. But I put on the website as well, I put within two hours. I think it was two hours f- and then uh, two hours 30. So that's what I put. So. Another little thing about marathons that I don't quite understand, and maybe you guys might have a better idea. Um, so, you know, after you finish a marathon and you go past the like, finish line, you get this big sheet of tinfoil thing, right? Like, yeah. shiny reflect why? Um, I think that's to do with, like, body temperature. So we've just quickly searched it up because we don't actually know. So it says, marathon runners wear foil blankets after running to keep themselves warm and avoid post-race chills. After race, their body temperature starts dropping off quickly and they run the risk of becoming hyperthermic. So that makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Which to I know, haven't actually. actually... the temperature back. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. Instead you of guys... just going from really warm to sh- boom. You guys should be careful about that, considering yeah. you guys probably get to 21K, like practice 21K at some point, since you're up in it at K every week. Mm. Like when you get into the higher realms of like maybe 15 to 20, be careful because you don't want. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to take every precaution we need to. We're yeah. not going to just run into this and be stupid. Oh, like, and if anyone out there is actually also attempting either the Brighton Half Marathon or any marathon, make sure you do your research beforehand. Understand yeah. your own body, what diet you need to go on to, what type of foot you have, because apparently that matters for a running shoe, yeah. and just what environments are best for you, because there's a lot of things that can go wrong in a marathon if not properly researched and dealt with. Uh, so just as a caution, make sure you do your research, make sure you're very well informed before you do that, and, um, and have fun, I suppose. Mm. Touch on the footwork quickly too. I want to obviously give mm. you that advice that I've told you to as well. Um, so with your footwork, 
it's there's only like I can only like show you sort of. Yeah, yeah. Be conscious of your footwork when you're running. It's so 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 important because if you're running like this, so which you probably do, most people do, and I still do it because it's just like natural sometimes. But obviously, if you're conscious of it, you'll you'll adapt and then you'll go back to the, the normal like footwork routine. So if you're running like this nonstop, not only is this going to put pressure on your ankles because you're putting all the pressure just flat on the ground. You're not giving yourself like a like a it's sort of like a sponge and it's like a support beam mm. for your foot so it's going to fuck your ankle up it's going to mess your knees up and importantly it's also going to mess your hips up and it will probably affect your back at some point as well so just please be cautious of your footwork and what i advise is to do toe to heel or no toe to heel or heel to toe so your foot's either going like a, it's, a, it's sort of like a wave motion yeah and it also helps your breathing techniques too because if you can feel your footwork is in like a wave like sort of routine you can also adapt your breathing into like a wave sort of routine like dan uh, previously said on the, the video before where you do like the breathe in on right foot and then breathe out on left foot so yeah that was just something i wanted to throw out right, yeah, no. so key so key. i'm because definitely going to incorporate that in my run today yeah i think i'm so a massive difference there's, there's like with running it's it's mm. so dangerous for like your body too it's not just you going out running you could really really mess up like and be and it'd be crucial, and that'd be it. Your yeah. rest of your life, your back or something will be fucked. So, I also think a, a good thing with uh, running is to make sure you can hold a conversation with someone. Yeah, that that's how you can kind of judge your pace. If you're going too fast, and you won't be able to hold a conversation with someone yeah. next to you. Yeah, you kind of want to get to a point where you're running fast enough, you can hold a conversation with someone next to you. Mm. Okay, even if it's to yourself, just a practice. Start talking. Yeah. Take your earphones out. But what if you get to later, later kilometers where you're like starting to get really out of breath? If you've got like a kilometer left, you're probably not going to be wanting to talk to someone. No. Else. You're probably just focused on yeah. the finish line. So you're just going to be going through it. Or even... And the good thing about breathing through your nose throughout the whole, whole uh, race or marathon is that when you come to the end bit and you're kind of running faster, you can turn to your mouth for... For breathing mm. and you'll realize that you can actually go faster at this point so that's why a lot of my end uh kilometers are my fastest because oh you, you realize when you start using your mouth breathing towards the end and you're really sprinting you've got kind of a whole new energy source oh quite interesting i didn't know uh, yeah neither did i interesting so throughout the whole time you would use your in through your nose out through your mouth and then when it gets to the, the leaves run you can just it's like a backup you just you start breathing in and out and then when you're sprinting absolutely interesting okay i didn't know that that's all right nice it, it comes it comes in handy as like an extra little uh, energy source yeah. and is that what like professionals do too like athletes and stuff do they do i think so yeah if, i suppose if you go yeah. all out for the next like i don't know 20 meters of a sprint you just just it doesn't matter yeah. right or well, the 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 comparison I I like to think is when I watch like boxing or or UFC, yeah. is that a lot of the commentators will say he's breathing, he's tired, he's tired, and when they say that is because he's breathing out of his mouth. Mm. So you don't want to be breathing out of your mouth early on in the run because then you'll get more tired. You won't mm. take in enough oxygen. So you kind of want to go in a in a nice rhythm through your nose and out through your mouth. Uh, early on and through the middle parts of your run and literally the last couple kilometers that you've got left you can afford to go through your mouth to get that extra energy source i briefly just touching on us running today i don't know if i've said it yet but like we 
like I implemented these running, like these um, breathing techniques that Dan mentioned and the footwork. And honestly, it was so much easier than the 10K and I did 11K. Like, I, That's crazy. I, wasn't, I wasn't struggling at like the last 4K. Well, no, it was like the last 3K I wasn't struggling. It was only like the last K I was really like mm. dying. Like my body was shutting down. Like. That's fair. And you implement the littlest things and it can go so far. Like, I know. Know. The breathing That's technique, anything. I think... I'm not as well versed as YouTube, but I, I'll get there. Um, but I think the first time I implemented the breathing technique, I went from doing uh, just 1K on, on like with no breaks to then 2K. So I just doubled the amount I did with no breaks, which was amazing to me. I was fucking yeah. tired afterwards, but it still really helped. With all of that being said, I think we've pretty much covered all the areas of the running part. The, the training and like the start day and the documentary, uh, what we're planning to do in the future. So definitely keep an eye out. And mm. if you fancy seeing our journey through this and any other content that we have, please take a look at our channel. Maybe even subscribe if you like to. Um, if you like this video, give it a like. It's, it's just down there. It's just, and it's free. It's free. Free It's free. free, it's free. It's free. Uh, leave us a comment. See what you think. If this has inspired you, maybe. Um, and I think that would be all of us from the Unstructured Podcast. If you want to see any of our Instagrams, socials, or whatever, you can find them down in the description. And, uh, well, there's nothing more to say apart from see you next week. All right, in a bit. In a bit. Take care. Bye.